Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, Giants, Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And I'm your host, Don. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm going to be discussing the Rangers losing to the Lightning 4-1 in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals, Tuesday night in Tampa Bay. So let's go ahead and get started. The New York Rangers lost 4-1 to the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals, Tuesday night in Tampa. The series is now tied 2-2, and the Rangers are officially reeling. And I mean that in every sense of the word. At this point, their offense seems anemic. Philip Heal got hurt in what might be an absolutely crushing blow to the Rangers. This depends on how serious the injury turns out to be. I mean, Heedle's been outstanding, you know, and also with Strom out, now two of the Rangers' top three centers are suddenly hurt and not playing. So that's really a dagger, you know, midway through the conference finals. And while, you know, we'll have to see what happens with Heedle, but, you know, you can't trust anything that Gallant says about it anymore. He said he'll be fine, apparently, but that's what he said about Strom just prior to Game 4, and Strom didn't play. So we don't really know what the status of Heedle is. We don't really know what the status of Strom is. All we know is that, you know, the Rangers have four centers, and center number two and center number three are out and hurt, and that is of huge concern. What else? The lack of scoring has become a huge concern for the Rangers. I mean, it's looking more and more bleak for the Rangers, and it feels each day like the Rangers are kind of letting the lightning off the hook, and certainly with the help of Truba's three disastrous Game 3 penalties, which if you listen to my podcast, you know is just an inflection point in this series. And, And I knew it at the time, and it continues to be, and it's just those will probably turn the season around in a negative way for the Rangers. At this point... The Rangers' confidence is completely shot. Barkley Goodrow was okay enough to play. He was questionable as he had kind of gone out the game before and then back in. But as I mentioned before, Ryan Strom was out. Rooney was called up to center the fourth line for game four. As far as the game, nothing really went well for the Rangers. Early in the first, right off the bat, a couple minutes in, Tampa scored off of some really, really poor defense by Braun. He kind of got beat on a rush between his legs and kind of stood around as the rebound was knocked in by that goon, Maroon. It was really a terrible start to the game for the Rangers after having a terrible finish to game three. So the sort of bad play and bad momentum carried right on over. The Rangers' fourth line was on the ice and did really poorly. Uh, The play at that point was all in the Rangers' zone again for a while. The Rangers' fourth line (laughs) then again took a penalty. Reeves held someone in the corner. It was a really terrible start to the game for the Rangers and for their fourth line in particular. Um, There were a couple very close calls, but the Rangers killed off the power play and trailed 1-0 about halfway through the first period. Let's see what else. The Rangers really were being thoroughly outplayed, you know, early in the game. Uh, with about, I don't know, six, seven minutes left in the first period, Igor made a really great save on Stamkos. It was a two-on-one, and you know Stamkos with that really heavy, great shot. It kept the Rangers in it, you know, when the Rangers were still only trailing one nothing, and that's how the first period ended. The second period was a little weird. It didn't really produce much for the first 10 minutes. It was choppy and kind of sloppy, lots of whistles, lots of play in the neutral zone. 
but the Rangers had consistent trouble getting into the Tampa Bay zone with any kind of possession and speed. Uh, it was so bad that Galan started mixing up the lines to try to spark some offense, but that did not work at all. Um, matter of fact, Tampa made it 2 nothing on a Kucherov sort of breakaway goal out of nowhere, and the Rangers were scrambling at that point. The second period ended 2 nothing, and also in the end of the second, Heedle was hurt, and the Rangers' lines further got shuffled all over the place. The third period started pretty poorly for the Rangers also. This sounds like a common theme. As Kopp took a hooking penalty <clears throat> one minute into the third period. I just, you know, sometimes when it rains, it pours. And, you know, you're down to nothing. You're not scoring. You're scrambling. At this point, you haven't scored an even strength goal in what seems like, you know, two games. And a minute into the third period, when you're trying to come back, you take a penalty. Though Tampa didn't score... Stamkos did make it 3 nothing on a rebound goal afterwards. That pretty much ended the game at that point. It was 3 nothing in the third period, and you could have, you know, started writing the post-game comments right at that point. The Rangers' scoring drought went on, I guess, for over 70 or 80 minutes. Um, Kreider took another penalty midway through a Rangers power play in the third period. I, Kreider was just a disaster in this game. I mean, you know, he's been mostly good in these playoffs, but he had another one of those games that he used to have before this year, Chris Kreider, where you did not even see him on the ice. He was completely invisible. You're lucky if they even called his name. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know that, you know, I've talked a lot about Chris Carter and while he's had an absolutely fantastic year this year, prior to this season, you know, in my mind, he's been much overrated where he's had sizzling games or series of games and he's gone long, long stretches in his career every single year where you don't hear him play. He doesn't do anything for two, three, four, five straight games. And he's been up and down, up and down. He's got that, you know, Giancarlo Stanton streakiness to him where when he's hot, he dominates everything. And when he's cold, you know, you'll barely hear his name at all. And he hasn't had that this year, but this game, he, he had it. You, you did not, you would not have noticed any difference if Carter was or was not on the ice in game four, except that he probably, probably might have one less penalty because he, when the Rangers were on a power play in the third period, trying to get back in the game, he took a penalty, so that was it. An empty net goal ended the scoring after the Rangers did finally put in a power play goal. You know, Rangers made it 3-1, an empty net goal made it 4-1, and that was the final. Um, the rest of the game, you know, after that, was it was pretty much dominated by Tampa. And the Rangers headed home now with their tail between their legs, the wheels falling off the bus, you know, use whatever kind of metaphors you want to use, but um, the Rangers are in big, big trouble. Now, the series is only 2-2, but the Rangers are in big trouble, and it's, you know, I don't want to be too too dramatic about this, but let's see. The Rangers have lost two straight games. <clears throat> they have not scored an even-strength goal since early in Game 3. So most of Game 3 and all of Game 4. Kreider, actually, Game 2, I should say. Um, they did not score an even strength goal in Game 3 or Game 4. Uh, Kreider was completely missing and took a bad penalty. Mika did very little in Game 4. The Rangers' defense, giving up way too many easy entries into the zone. 
The team was not forechecking, and they're generally outplayed all over the ice in the last, I'd say, game and a half, the Rangers. So there's, there's a lot of reasons for concern. Um, it's starting to feel like the Magic Carpet ride the Rangers have in this postseason is really getting ready to end. And if they lose game five at home, the series will effectively be over at that point. The Rangers have to find a way to generate more offense and do a better job of forechecking and sustaining some pressure in the Tampa zone. And I, and I do want to say this, and I know that people are going to say I'm dramatic, but but I said it right at the time. I said it after the game on the podcast, and I'm going to say it again now. If the Rangers do lose this series after being up two games to none, and after being up midway through that game three, to nothing. There is a single player to blame for ending the season, and it's Jacob Truba. Truba has been great in this postseason, but Truba's three penalties in game three may very well end up costing the Rangers this season. Now, if that sounds dramatic, then just think about it. The Rangers were up two games to nothing. They were playing game three. They were already up two games to nothing. In that game three, they were also up two nothing in the second period. So you had a two games to none lead. You had a two-goal-to-nothing lead in Game 3. You're playing well. You're dominating. Tampa's not doing anything. And let's face it, guys. Everyone knows that's listening to this. If the Rangers win that Game 3 and they go up three games to nothing, this series over is over. No one is coming back from three games to nothing. I don't care how good Tampa is. It's over. So let's face it. We all know if the Rangers win Game 3 or won Game 3, it would have been over. That's it. But then Truba's dumbass penalties, three of them, came into play, right? So the Rangers were up 2-0 in the second period of Game 3 with the series two games to zero Rangers. Truba takes a dumbass, stupid penalty, and what happens? Tampa scores a power play goal, and it's 2-1. Then Truba takes another dumbass penalty, right? And... Tampa scores again on the power play and scores 2-2. It's 2-2 late in the third period. The Rangers actually have a a four-minute power play, which the Rangers power play has been great, right? So here's a chance to to win the game despite the two other dumbass Truba penalties in Game 3, right? It's late in the third period of Game 3 with a series 2-0 Rangers and the Game 2-2. Rangers on a power play, six, five minutes left. Chuba takes his third dumbass penalty, takes the Rangers off the power play so they don't score, and then Tampa scores with 40 seconds left in Game 3 and wins the game, and everything changes. And I'm sorry, that is a dagger. So yes, Truba may very well have cost the Rangers their season. I'm sorry if it sounds like hyperbole, but let's hope it doesn't come to that, right? Those penalties... And that time in Game 3 were the inflection point that turned this series around and probably at this point, in my mind, the Rangers' season. And we don't know how the Rangers are going to do in Game 5. They play Game 5 at home Thursday night. We don't know, right? But everything is pointing in Tampa's direction at this point. And the Rangers had the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs down. Two games to none. They had their foot on their throat in Game 3. Up 2-0 in the second period. They had them. It was going to be over. And then Jacob Truba's dumbass friggin' penalties turned around the game, the series, and the Rangers season. We'll have to see how this ends. On the other hand, the Rangers have shown time and again that they're resilient. 
And they have to once again prove that they could bounce back strong on Thursday night at home. So we'll see how it goes. Um, they might just have to do it while down two fucking centers while they're at it. Because again, we don't know. And you can't trust anything Galant Frigate says. We don't know the status of Ryan Strome. We don't know the status of Phil Peedle going into Thursday night. So we may have all four centers. We may have three centers. We may have two of our four starting centers. We have no idea. And we won't know until the puck drops on Thursday night. So it's very concerning, as is the rest of it. Even at full strength, we have not played well. Igor's been great, but we have not played consistently well since those dumbass Truba penalties. And we have to turn it around. We have to find some grit. We have to find some consistent, consistent offensive zone pressure. And we have to get some goddamn even strength scoring, which has gone away completely in the last two games for the Rangers. So a lot of things need to change and quickly. And here's hoping. And that's all I have for you today. So thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. And I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.